1: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
0: Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak For all
1: your kayak fishing accessories needs, go to yakgadget.com.
0: Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Faith Company For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com.
2: Now let's get this show started. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Bass Thumbs Fishing Podcast, where we are constantly trying to keep our thumbs ripped up. Welcome to our second EP for 2022. We had a great show last week with uh, Mr. Maddie Wong. And if you guys did not get a chance to listen to that episode, please go do so. Maddie is an incredible person, incredible angler, and his story is uh, highly motivating. And he's definitely on that dream come true route to the Elite Series right now. And it's just really cool to be a part or to watch him. And a really cool representative of the West Coast going out and fishing the Elite Series this year. So, if you guys missed that episode, make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, we got a great episode for you guys lined up today. Uh, we got Mr. Mike Lavoy from NorCal. And Mike, being from California, uh, he won the biggest kayak tournament like weekend, basically, with... I think three different events going on and he basically almost did like a clean sweep of taking first in all three of them. And he ended up winning around $17,000 out of a little plastic boat that weekend. And this happened in August at the end of August in 2021. And it was funny because when I was telling Mike, I was like, man, I can't believe we didn't have you on right after that. It was my apologies, but dude, that. It's, it's going to be awesome to hear his story on how he, Went up to Clear Lake and won $17,000, but just to kind of catch you guys up on a couple things before we bring Mike in, um, like I said last week, got my kayak in the shop at Kayak Fish Supply, is going to be uh, running the P-127 by Bonafide this year. Carrie is doing a phenomenal job with that boat. Uh, we're going to have two graphs on it this year, Active Target, XI3, Dakota Lithiums, uh it's going to be pretty pretty awesome i can't wait to get that thing out on the water can't wait to show it to you guys uh one thing too that i forgot to mention last week but the wild west bass trail kayak series along with the california bass nation series they're kicking their series off uh this coming in february uh if you guys haven't seen the info on that you guys need to go check it out they're going to be going up to shasta to do their season opener uh, it's just there's a lot of stuff happening in California, so I'm gonna probably be pretty busy this year, uh, um, you know, interviewing all the winners of the, all these major series going on in California. But without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and bring Mike into the show. What's up, Mike? Welcome. What's to going that. on, Shane? How are you, buddy? Fishing podcast, buddy. Thank
3: you, thank you. I appreciate it.
2: One thing that I forgot to ask Maddie last week. And, uh, maybe it's just a little rusty from the time when I took it off. But, um, so how often do you keep your thumbs ripped up, bro? Like, like, is that something that your thumbs are always ripped up or, uh, do they get smooth sometimes throughout this year, uh, this part of the year what, what's up with that?
3: Yeah. My, I think that my, uh, my thumbs are getting a little smooth lately. I, I got to get out. I've been, I've been kind of doing a lot of work lately and, uh, working on some, um, some bait stuff. And and then there's always kids, um, they're, um, right now they're, uh, eight and 11. So they're in the sports phases. So I do a little bit of coaching, uh, football. So my son's into that. And then my daughter's getting into soccer. So, um, putting a lot of time in that too, but I, I definitely need to go get some R and R in the water. <laughs> soon.
2: Probably freaking well, out. T- kind of typical winter time. I mean, we can fish luckily in California, we can fish pretty much 12 months out of the year. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's always nice to not always nice, I guess, but sometimes it's nice to take a little break, smooth the thumbs up a little bit. So, you know, you're not bleeding all the time like we are in the summer, but uh, anyways, man, it's good to have you on the show. Maybe just talk a little bit about yourself. You already kind of talked about, you know, how your father and stuff, how old are you? And also one thing that I like to start everyone off with, especially the kayak anglers is what, what kind of kayak do you fish out of and maybe how long have you been fishing in the kayak scene for? Um, I fish out of a,
3: uh pa 14 camo um I've been kayak fishing for over 10 years now um, I was a salt guy um, for a lot of years this dedicated salt guy I loved it we had at that time we actually had a lot of saltwater tournaments and it, it was a lot of fun I, I I really enjoyed them and then they kind of disappeared a little bit and uh, I think they're gonna come back I think 22 and 23 I think we're gonna have those back again so I'm looking forward to that um what else did you want to know uh how old are you oh i'm uh gonna be 49 in february sweet
2: yeah (laughs) what do you do for a living so
3: i am a i've been a marketing and art director for like 20 years um i kind of stepped back a little bit but i i have all my clientele my big clients so i still do work with them um it's kind of nice it allows me to obviously enjoy the family thing, but also work at the same time. Um, and I'm slowly transitioning more into um, the fishing lifestyle. I, I really like that. I started a company like five years ago called Branson Bates, and that was all salt. Now we're getting into the freshwater stuff. So that's that's been growing like double digits every year. So um, um, I'm looking forward to the future of that.
2: And Branson baits, uh, we could talk about that for a second. Is it mostly swim baits, or do you have a variety of different soft plastics? Because I see, I see the swim baits a lot.
3: Yeah, it's um, we've got. We started with swim baits, and then we kind of moved into different baits. Um, we've got scampies, and we've got a bait called a sleal sleel and a slug. And it's a it's a unique bait because you can get it down to the bottom really, really fast because there's no appendages on it. And it, we have a tourney style, which has like a screen mesh that's built into the bait. So if you can imagine when you put your hook up through it, it goes up through that mesh and that bait is just basically kind of locked on and uh, it's got a rattle and it's got a scent chamber in it. So you can rocket that thing to the bottom and the scent and the rattle and it just, it does the job, calls them in. Wow. And that's really kind of like our, that's really kind of the bait that kind of defines our, our, um, the company itself.
2: And are you on Instagram or Facebook with that bait company or how can yeah. people find it?
3: Yeah, not Instagram so much, but Facebook definitely. Um, yeah. And we've got some YouTube stuff out there.
2: Nice. And that's just Branson Bates, right?
3: BransonBates.com. Yeah. All Thanks right. for well, the plug,
2: guys, man. Yeah, no problem. It's part of your show. Really, this is your show. Thanks. Uh so now kind of let's kind of dive into the kind of the elephant in the room, I guess. I mean, I kind of intro'd you a little bit um on what happened last August, but to win like $17,000 out of a kayak just seems absurd. yeah. And I know that especially in California for our kind of local, you know, higher end series that we have running out here. I mean, that's a pretty, pretty huge Epic payout. Uh, I know my buddy Alex kind of came close to that too, with like 15,000 when he won the Bass Nation event at Clear right. Lake. Clear Lake is just where we all go to catch a lot of fish and win a lot of money. <laughs> Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, the the fish are there. I mean, it's a, it's an incredible. Let's just,
2: let's just, let's just dive right into that. I mean, that's why, that's why I want you to, I wanted you to be on the show. Let's just dive right into the, the West coast championship. Um, I know that James Snyder, that was, this was the first official West coast championship, right? Last year.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: And basically for those of you guys listening, if you don't know what the West coast championship is, it's basically like an accumulation of a bunch of different or a bunch of different clubs that kind of rallied together and said like yeah let's just try to create something out here on the west coast for our anglers to qualify for and then fish a big event at clear lake in that latter part of august and there's tons of clubs from arizona to colorado nevada socal central cal norcal just all over this place utah. over here on the west side utah yeah and i know Those the ava
3: they're no joke
2: yeah i mean they're the ava was in it last year too so that, that was cool that we were able to qualify for it and it's just a cool thing that that james schneider has done uh for the anglers out here starting last year so and mr mike lavoy he took home first place so let's let's just go ahead and maybe talk about like your practice maybe a little bit and then sure. just kind of dive right into it
3: um went into practice kind of uh, i've been fishing the south end a little bit more um, over the last few years, and uh, the last few tournaments, I didn't do well on Clear Lake, and um, it just I, it just didn't work out. I, I, it just wasn't producing. Like it'd be strange. I'd go out there on a you know just go fun fish, and I'd catch a bunch of giants, and be like, oh wow, this is it, and then show up, and they just they weren't there. I don't I don't know why. And, and with the uh, with the heat and uh, the algae. I went out there and it was just gross. I mean, it was, there was like clumps of algae that stink. They were floating by me like islands of it. And I was like, you know what? I can't fish this. So I decided to go back to my roots and go back to the places that I fished before, years before when uh, Yakabas would go there. And I've done well. I mean, I placed, I was in second on the first day of one event. And um, I was always like the second day, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I don't know why. Actually, I, I just growing as an angler, you kind of learn how to, how to become better on the second day. And so I went back to those places, and I, I fished around, and I went to one spot, and, uh, and there were fish. I was throwing a swim bait and a glide, and I could see them. Uh, and a couple took my bait, and I was like, okay, this is great. So I, I took all the hooks off my baits. And I started throwing no hook baits and just seeing what was hit it and what would, and you can kind of tell, you know, when they, when they hit in a swim bait, it's like you, you, you feel them pull on it. You're like, okay, that's a good fish. Um, and so I did that and and they were there. So I, I was like, you know, but how many times we've been out and they were there one day and they weren't the next. So I, I didn't have you know, almost, I, I almost every time. Right. I didn't put all the eggs in one basket. I went to a couple other spots, found a few fish there. So I felt, I felt good. I felt good going into it. Um, I slept well that night. Let's put it that way.
2: <laughs> okay. So are you, is your MO when you're practicing, like, do you always take the hooks off? Cause I know that's kind of like a, I don't know, kind of like, I guess every angler has a different kind of, uh, angle at that, but like for me, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's just my own thing. But like, I don't try to catch too many fish, especially on one spot, but I definitely catch fish in practice. But I mean, that's just, it's just kind of like what I do personally, but yeah. is that something that you do every time? Or was that just because you were seeing bigger fish or, or you just try yeah. to like, what was That's what exactly was it.
3: It's it, the, the fish, the couple fish I caught when I had hooks on were, were big. They were over 20 inches. And I'm thinking, you know, I could really use these and um like, they're not going to bite, you know, I, I caught them. They're going to not going to bite on, on the day. So I'm like, I'm going to take the hooks off and you know, I'm just going to, yeah. you know, and I've done it, I've done it prior, but only recently in the last couple of years, I've been doing it more. Um, and so I just took them off and, uh, and if they took the frog, then I just let them eat it. I let them have it and then kind of like try to twitch it out and then they would let it go. but yeah i wasn't trying to damage these fish at all i was trying to keep them keep them right where they were hungry and ready to go
2: well apparently that worked but when you were throwing a glide bait and just something i'm going to ask you because i had curiosity with a with a lake that has a bunch of algae and i remember it's you know the lake level was dropping a lot i mean there was kind of concerns on whether or not they were going to have the tournament because of how low the place was right and so with it being dirty and everything, like what what made you pick up a glide bait? Just kind of interesting.
3: Um, I, I wanted a big bait, um, that that I could one they would follow it in or possibly hit it, and um, and something with and then with no hooks on it, that thing just slides through everything. You know what I mean? It, it just kind of. Yeah,
2: it seemed like like a good search bait. Like you can see what's on. Go- you can see it's what's a following great it. Bait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And
3: it stays at the top. So I could see them come up even in that dirty water. You know, it's only like three or four inches down. So I could see them come up and I could see the swirl. I could see the shadow of them. So it was the perfect search bait for me. Uh, And then throwing the swim bait and then, and then the frog too. So it was all, it was all kind of, you know, trying to stay within the first five inches of the water or or on the surface. So I could at least see what, what was out there.
2: Wow. That's pretty interesting. I've never kind of thought about that before. So uh with so with your practice being like that good and you slept great. So now it's it's day one of the tournament. Yeah. So walk us through it, man. Step by step. Let's hear it.
3: Um so first place I stopped at was kind of a, a local hole. And uh it's got like a really steep ridge real close to the bank. And and a lot of people don't really know that ridge is there. Um and it drops off significantly. And what happens is if you have any any wind coming out of the west, they kind of line up because the current kind of flows around it and then kind of comes into a little pocket. So I basically just came into shore and lined myself up along that ridge and just started casting baits along it. And first cast, hit the water. I took one crank. Boom, first fish was on. I had my limit <laughs> in, by like 7.30, I think. Wow, and the biggest fish was like 18 or 19 inches I think um, and they're all they're okay. they' were decent you know 16 17s, 18. so I felt good. you know I was like oh, you know at least I got the limit, which was a lot better than the last tournaments that I was I went there. so i I, I struggled on those and and so I was feeling okay. I was like, okay, let's let's move on, let's go get those those biggies um, Move to my next spot. Started with the glide, um, nothing right off, and then I switched to a frog, and basically I was landing it on the shore, and then reeling it in, stopping, and then reeling it poppy pop pop pop, and they would just smoke it, and they were in like six inches of water, <laughs> and Hol-
2: hollow body frog or like a- ho- yeah
3: hollow body frog, and yeah. and it was on, it was like. I just moved down the bank, just casting in this one air. And again, it was wind. It was wind blown type situation. And they were pushing themselves right up shallow and, and picking up whatever was coming off of that current. And, yeah. uh, so I just moved down the bank and I was catching fish and then kind of went back through with a chatterbait. I caught some more with chatterbait, Um, uh, and then I, I flossed it up with a jig. And,
2: sound, uh, sound, and, sounds like clear, Lake. just any way that you want to, right anyway that you kind of want to get on
3: <laughs> and, and i'm glad you mentioned that because you know normally in the, uh, the other tournaments i I play around with other baits and this one i didn't i just kind of stuck i mean the, the glide i was still kind of new but I, I had a lot of practice in it before but the chatter baits kind of like my mo and uh and i throw that everywhere and uh i felt really comfortable using it and i just kind of stuck to my roots and it it, it paid off on the so are you, a,
2: are you uh are you do you have a motor on your kayak? Like do you have a torpedo or a motor guide? Yeah,
3: or? I've got a motor guide.
2: You got a motor guide. Do you stand up and fish most of the day or do you sit? I do. You do?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm standing up fishing most of the day. And, and again, when I was in pre-fish, standing up allows you to kind of see that, look down on the bait a little bit. So I help out.
0: Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com.
2: Yeah, and, and just like with the leverage on the frog and the chatterbait standing up is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was
3: setting the hook pretty hard, so I was, you know, and I was, I was cranking them hard. I was, I was fishing sixty-five pound braid, and just, on,
2: on your frog or your chatterbait, both. Oh, really? Yeah. So I straight was, sixty-five on your chatterbait, straight
3: sixty-five. Yeah, and just as soon as they hit, I wail into them <laughs> and just reel as hard as I could and and uh, get them to the net or just plop them right in the boat.
2: So. Um let's talk about the chatterbait just a little bit cuz it's something that I really like to fish too. Are you a jackhammer guy or a thunder cricket guy or what are you?
3: No. That Where jackhammer that's too expensive man. I can't that. <laughs> no, um honestly I um there's a guy named Bobby D and uh you've heard of him? Uh
2: he's been making
3: this guy's been making baits for pros forever and ever and uh yeah. he makes he makes the heads and then I you just kind of like attach your blade to it. Uh-huh. yourself uh-huh. and uh he, he just puts together some of the best color combinations and uh the the way he sets up the way the head's set up and everything I can reel that thing in so slow and it just keeps chugging. I mean I just slowly and the thing is just like chug 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 chug, chug and and just dragging the bottom boom boom on the bottom and in that and they just they can't handle it they'd eat it
2: so as far as your trailer goes are you like a like a shad pattern guy or are you like a creature bait like guy Actually, or what I'm kind
3: of i'm a um
2: branson Bates guy
3: no it's uh oh there you go rage craw, yeah. rage craw. Nice. yeah that rage craw is great it's uh it's uh it's pretty tough it survives um and i've, I've even seen used... guys
2: do it i've even seen guys put it on there vertically oh really yeah so instead of instead of making it like, wait, go like that, it goes yeah. like do that.
3: Do they do they trim one? <laughs> because I've seen guys trim trim one off, so it just has one.
2: Oh wow! Flap around. I've never but I've seen never that. seen the two. That's, that yeah. sounds good too. Yeah. But yeah, some of my buddies like even like a rage menace, like they'll yeah. throw it up their vertical instead of instead of like horizontal, I guess. And
3: okay. it just
2: gives like that this kind of kick compared to like that. Right. Right. So. Yeah, I, I, uh, I keep it pretty simple with my trailer. I just throw a Zeko every single time. I don't know. I mean, it's just that's just something that's always worked for me is the Zayco. Nice. I, yeah.
3: For me, I I like a compact chatterbait. Like if, if yeah. you look at if you look at the chatterbait I got here, it's it's pretty. Com- look how short it is. Yeah. Yeah. See how compact it is. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like one when they eat it, they 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 know what they're eating. They're just you know and it's it's kind of it's a smaller profile so i feel like more fish tend to tend to eat it but then again you know whatever i I could just be imagining (laughs) it hey man no it's it's
2: it's all confidence and obviously it it is right obviously that worked pretty well for you out there so on day one you were sitting in i think third place um
3: i don't know i don't remember it's been a while maybe i'll go
2: back and look let's just see so on day one you were sitting in uh let's see it's pulling up.
3: I think it was Yeah, true. You
2: were you were in third place with ninety-seven and a half. And right. And uh Gene quelin from Arizona was sitting with ninety-eight and a quarter, and then Trenton Hoover had right. ninety-eight and a half.
3: Yeah. Such great numbers, right? Okay,
2: okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just kinda like blew blew by this. Anyone that fishes clear lake, first off, if you've never fished it before it has a surplus of let's just say 17 to like 18 inches, like a surplus amount, like breaking that 20 inch fish at clear Lake is, is a really big deal. And like it, it, they're, they're fat. for some reason, those Northern strands are just, they're fat and they're, they're a little bit on the shorter side. Yeah. But my buddy Mike over here caught a 23 and a half inch fish on day one at clear Lake. So let's talk about that fish. Let's talk about that fish in particular cuz a 23 and a half inch fish is a is a giant. Yeah, at clear lake.
3: It was it was so much fun. <laughs> um I I I think I got her on the jig. Um Wow. And it was, you know, my third pass through and she was kind of again super super shallow and I I I toss that li- and I'm using a, just a really a small jig. It's tiny. And I, I threw that up there. It seems
2: to be your yeah. mo. you just you like those smaller baits a little bit.
3: yeah, I do yeah um, black and blue. I threw it up there and uh one twitch I think and she bit and then i I remember setting the hook and it was like into a log. It was just <laughs> but the thing is she only I, I was she was probably only like fifteen feet away, so I set the hook and she came up and I was like, oh. Oh, here we go! And I just <laughs> cranked and cranked and brought her. And, and luckily, my my uh, my net was like really close, and I just scooped it underneath her. She jumped up and boom, landed. And just like always, bait falls out in the net. Right?
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah.
3: Plopped her down, squeezed her between my legs, and just <laughs> took a couple big breaths. And you know, did the high did five, you, five and the you know.
2: Did you did a Did you get a weight on her? No, I
3: didn't. She oh. was probably uh, I'd say close to nine yeah around probably nine yeah nine if nine it's pounds. clear like
2: it's it's close to nine for sure yeah dang she, dude, that's she, so she was sick.
3: so fat just
2: fat. yeah so yeah. jig wise are you on the Tazmua jig train or what kind of jigs i do you love
3: taz's jigs no i'm uh, not on a <laughs> jig train um i actually believe it or not i i throw those uh those bass pro shot little tungsten jigs
2: oh okay yeah they're like tungsten jigs like
3: they have a tungsten Not
2: the jig, not yeah. the Kitec jigs. Yeah, that, it's oh. like
3: it's a it's a it's a Bass Pro Shops series jig and it's uh huh. it's tungsten and it's um I think it's and like it three catches bucks.
2: 23 and a half inch yeah. fish.
3: It's like 3 bucks. It's <laughs>
2: something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, I just I just know like I mean for myself, especially after Alex I I feel like when Alex posted that he won that uh Bass Nation event on Taz's jigs, it kind of opened a lot of people's eyes and then i don't know i just started pushing it and like i love taz i think he's a great dude and yeah. he works his butt off making those things and and i've caught a lot of fish on his jigs too but i mean all of us obviously like dude there's tons of jigs out there it's a flooded market but whatever you have yeah. confidence in that's what you should be throwing for sure so i i definitely do um
3: like t- i have a bunch of taz's jigs i actually got some for all my guys when we did the um the yakka bass uh team tournament i purchased a bunch for all my guys yeah. On my team um but yeah he he makes he makes some great jigs but like you said everybody makes jigs the difference with taz's jigs though that guy has an eye for pattern oh yeah his patterns are ridiculous they are so good and that's i just i just love
2: like i mean i know you could do this kind of probably with anyone that kind of makes jigs but like He's such a cool dude and like super relatable. Like he's a part of our, you know, he's a part of our kayak crew. Like he's a part yeah. of the, the California kayak scene. So like, it's just cool to text him and be like, yo, what do you think about this pattern? Like, you know, and then he just like puts it together. And then it's just like, it's pretty simple. And he yeah. just mails it to you and he's, he's, he's got a good turnaround and mm-hmm. just a good, good dude for sure. He
3: was, uh, he was in the house. I clearly, he was in our house. Oh, okay. We had some, we had some killer anglers at the house. We had, uh, <laughs> we had Taz, we had Damien. We had uh, John Meyer.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: we had Gino. We had like a bunch of sticks at the house. Our conversations were, were, were pretty cool about fishing. Like
2: there's awesome. a lot
3: of knowledge around that round table.
2: That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just like such a fun like experience when you get – You know, that many guys in the house and that much knowledge in the house and you guys are just all bouncing each other, bouncing off each other and stuff. It's it's pretty sweet. I mean, yeah. when I went to Texas and I was able to stay with Fluke Master and like Blanchard and Jason Barovka it was like, you know, kind of the same thing. Just like I just sat there and just kind of listened to those guys. Right. (laughs) Especially especially Jason Barovka dude. Like I just like. Just keep talking, bro. <laughs> like,
3: that dude, everything that dude gets into, he he tends to win or top three or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he's
2: fishing the opens this year and he's he? fishing all nine of them and he's getting his brand new Vexus and everything's kind of starting to happen for him. And it's going to be, it's going to be pretty sick. So Beautiful. I'm stoked to see what he does this year, but anyways, okay. So we kind of went on a tangent there, but that's the cool thing about, yeah, especially when I'm running the podcast, it's just, we're going to go on tangents and all that's right. what happens. <laughs> but, uh, so kind of hauling it back in. So you caught 23 and a half. I mean, day after day one, you just gotta be feeling just like even though you're in third place, it doesn't even matter. Like it's so close. You I think you were within like an inch and a half at first. So going into day two, what was your mindset like that night? And uh, what were the guys what were the guys in the house telling you? Because I didn't see those guys at the top of the leaderboard.
3: <laughs> no, but they were they were they were hovering, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and it's let clear me see. like like, like you, can, <laughs> you can land on excuse me, you can land on some big ones and, you know meaning yeah. I mean? And catch up, you know, has
2: had 93. Uh, yeah. So they, weren't out of they were not had 90. Yeah. Yeah. This is okay. Hold on really quick. We're really quick. This is the thing about clear. Lake, okay. So you, <laughs> I just saw John Myers had 90 inches. He's in 20th place. Like that, right. that right there is clear. lake for you guys, like for you guys out there, like 90 inches, and 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 I feel like a couple of years ago, like if you had like 94 inches at Clear Lake, like you were like you were leading. And now it's like yeah. you're probably in the top 20. It's weird how like seems like the fishing's changed a little bit because like I remember a couple of years ago, like if you had like 95, especially like you were like you were leading, you know? Right. And now we're seeing more and more like 95 plus and like hundred plus hundred inch bags at Clear Lake. It's crazy. Hundred
3: inch bag. That's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few guys that had a couple hundred inch bags.
2: Yeah. Okay, so sorry about that. So going into day two, your mindset.
3: Um like, you know, we all discussed at the house. I felt good, you know what I mean, go going in. I, I felt confident because the other places that I had um that I found fish at, I, I didn't I didn't floss them. I kind of went through it real quick and maybe picked up one fish here and there, but I knew there was still fish there. Um, I, uh, I knew I had one more day's worth of fish, but I didn't know if I had a third day's worth of fish. That was my real concern in my head. The whole time was, do I have enough for third, the third day?
2: So the West Coast championship was three days.
3: Well, no, it was two days, but you remember there was, we had the Chris Lard. So it was kind of like I was fishing the Chris Lard and when we had the West Coast, so they, they overlapped by one day. So it was really 3 okay. days of tournaments.
2: Yeah, so the day one of West Coast I think it was Friday, right? Yes. And then day 2 of West Coast and final day was Saturday. Yeah,
3: and then Chris Lard Saturday and Sunday. Chris
2: Yard Cl- Chris Lard is the Yakabas uh yeah. tournament that that is put on every single year, yeah. right? Yeah. And then there's t- and then there was 3 KVF trails as well. Right. Which we talked about before the show that you didn't yeah. get into all 3 unfortunately. You got into the first day. Yeah. Yeah, I and got to the first day. Yeah. And you took what place in KBF?
3: Second or... I think I have one of those checks around there somewhere. <laughs> second or yeah. third? I, I, yeah. think, I think second.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So going into day two. I'm going to stop talking. It's so good. <laughs>
3: um, day two, um, I, I I didn't go to that little, that little spot that I fished on day one, that ledge, because i knew what would what would happen if i stayed there and plus i seen a couple guys that were kind of hanging around where i was at and they kind of saw me fishing there and one guy actually kind of came in and caught a 20 and he was like wow holy cow i caught 20 and then he just kind of kept going um he didn't he didn't finish <laughs> up the area so i was like okay cool keep going <laughs> feel like um, you released that right <laughs> right so i i was like okay so i moved right to the spot that uh, the second place I started on day one, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. I caught a couple fish there. Uh, I could tell it was depleted and I went right into my second spot and, and it was on, but the thing is it, it changed a little bit. Uh, it was a little cooler uh, that day if I remember right. Um, and I, I had a couple, um, I had a, couple top water fish but it really wasn't like the first day there was no glide bite um and i went straight into my chatterbait and just started like flossing like when i fish my chatterbait i fish it like a jig so i'm literally pitching my chatterbait in and then i will slowly reel it until i hit something and then i'll bust it through and then i'll let it drop and then i'll start it back up until i hit something and bust it through and then let it stop and look at me, I'm telling all my secrets. And then uh and and then I was doing that and I it, they were on, it was on I was catching them. Um, and then I got the 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 back to back, it was like a 2175 and then a 225, like back to back. Wow. And that finished off my limit. And when that happened, I was just I I don't know, I can't describe it. I was like, just beside myself like what you know what's what is going on here this is like
2: did you did you are you a guy that submits their fish right away and like sees where you're at i didn't
3: i didn't uh-huh. I, I don't know and and i'll do it so i can you know sandbag
2: like damien yeah. but um i uh you said you don't do it like damien yeah <laughs> okay i thought you so, said i thought you said i, I sandbag like damien I no. like, okay
3: <laughs> i i'd like that's time out of your fishing, you know, that's takes like five, six minutes. So I, I'll just take my picture and I'll just keep fishing. Um, yeah. you know, you add that up, you had five, six, six, seven, 10, fish. No, totally.
2: especially, especially when you're on A lot on of them. time. Yeah. Especially, I do the same thing. Like if I'm on, them, like, I, I just take the picture and keep fishing, but like if I'm moving spots and I have some, I'll just sit there and if I'm yeah. making a little move, I'll, I'll submit, but
3: I'm usually retying when I'm going to a different spot, I'm usually retying everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and I get there and I'm ready to go, but, yeah. um, so I felt good. Those fish are, I had those and, uh, I kept fishing. Um, and then I had a nut one more area I moved to and luckily the wind was kicking out. So it was kind of like an area that was affected by, uh, a little bit of an eddy type of deal. I guess you could describe it. And, uh, I caught one more fish there, um, uh, but I could see more fish, but, I knew I had a good bag and time was running out and I'm like, okay, I'm going, I'm out of here. And I didn't know how much I had though. I didn't, I didn't know what my score was until.
2: You're like, huh. I got three or four twenties, but I'm not sure.
3: Right. <laughs> and, but it, it was a lot, I caught a lot of fish and I caught yeah, yeah. a lot. Like I was culling like 19 and a half, like, like.
2: That's sick.
3: Nineteens. Right. So I don't remember exactly, but I was calling fish you normally don't cull, And I was just like, okay, I'm, do I feel like I'm wasting these fish? And I'm like, so on my way back, I'm kind of looking at my numbers and I'm like, I'm like, did, 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 wait a second. Did that did, I didn't add that up, right? This, this
2: not, <laughs> I'm looking at, try. I'm looking at your total right here, but I'll let you like, go.
3: <laughs> I'm like this. No, let's do that again. So I did it again. I'm like, what? No, really? I'm like, holy hell. Okay. We'll take that. So, I came in and I was just like I don't know, I had a bunch of energy inside me and just wanted to like just just tell every, just tell everyone Just tell everyone right now
2: how many inches <laughs> you caught on day two. How many inches did you catch on day two?
3: I think it's a hundred and three point three on the dot.
2: Yeah. A hundred and three at Clear Lake. Yeah. So just awesome. so you guys know, he had a twenty-two and three quarter, a twenty-two and a half, a twenty-one, a nineteen two five. And a seventeen and a
3: half. Oh, so yeah. So I guess I didn't call that that small. I guess it must have been sixteen. It's okay.
2: It's okay. It's okay. You're good. <laughs> uh-huh. Isn't that sick though? You could have called that seventeen and a quarter like like yeah. easily if you know what I mean. Like that's... I missed
3: I missed a couple of them on, so, on the yeah. jig that would have been definitely would have been in there. Bro, the put fact it that like... you had
2: hundred and three and you had a yeah. seventeen and a quarter is yeah. insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sick
3: it was it was it was definitely an experience i i I remember it a long time for a long time it was it was great
2: there was 300 inch bags that day diego had 100 cody henley had 107
3: 100.75 right right
2: okay so you you submit your fish i'm pretty sure james turns off the leaderboard. right like you you didn't know you didn't really know but you kind of knew where you were I kind of knew where I was. Yeah. I did, but yeah. I I wasn't
3: sure. You know what I mean? I knew that 103 on any like even even clear lake. That's oh, just yeah. that's yeah. you know that's, that's especially when you
2: good. had 98 or whatever. You had 96 right. but, the but, day before.
3: Yeah, but you always have to think if, if I had this kind of day, you know, these guys probably had good days too, because yeah. it was it was on once once it warmed up. It was it was on.
2: Yeah. Okay, so. You get off the water, you submit all your fish, you submit 103 inches, you you see your total, you have 200 and a half inches. Yeah. And you're heading to the award ceremony. So let's just talk about the award ceremony a little bit. Go in there and being there and just lay it out. So
3: again, it was like that energy inside of me that I just wanted to start doing cartwheels, you know, and freaking out. But I kept it inside because my, 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 uh, my housemates were like, you know, how'd you do? How'd you do? Because, you know, I was in third and I'm like, ah, uh, you yeah. know, I caught fish. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, I got a limit. Let's just put it that way. I got a limit. And, and they're like, well, what do you, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to see how it goes. And then, you know, they started calling the names and calling the names. And then they got to first and second. And then they called some, they called, I think it was Cody's name. And yeah, right then and there, I was like, like, just like the butterflies you know what i mean like like oh oh man there's no way this is crazy right yeah and then they called my name and my housemates were all sitting at the table and they looked at me like like dude (laughs) i'm just like like i got up like like, high-fiving everybody (laughs) and ran up there all excited like a little kid um and then and then uh, james gives me the mic and like say something i'm like uh uh hi like i had no fucking idea what to say yeah is. excuse
2: yeah. Me the language no it's all good <laughs> so okay so he just he announced the west coast championship yeah. and that was that was it for the for that day right
3: that's right yeah okay so you but won that the was west 103 coast was my day one of the chris lard so that yeah was pretty okay. good going into chris lard
2: yeah yeah And unfortunately, you didn't get the KBF because if you would have gotten both KBFs, then you would have probably cashed like over like around 20,000 or more. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then and then day three, if I had KBF, I still would have cashed a pretty decent check, I think.
0: Yeah. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR 15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR 15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop midwayusa.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish, it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions. That have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
2: Wow, dude. So you won the West Coast Championship. How did, how did it feel? Like, I know you didn't have words in the moment, but now looking back on it, you won the first West Coast Championship. I mean, that's. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The name of itself is like, is like, it's the West coast. It's not just California. Like it's, I mean, the guy that took second was from Utah, which is right. I never even realized, really realized that, but that's yeah. pretty awesome that a guy from Utah came out to Clear Lake and right. was Able to take second. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he just had an absolute blast.
3: He's coming back. <laughs> He's coming back next year to come. Get I'm
2: it. sure. He, I'm sure he, he, is. Is.
3: he, he is. Once you real. come
2: to Clear Lake one time, you're done. Mm-hmm. You're and it ruins every other fishery for you.
3: Yeah, he's he is so down. That guy, he's a he's a fisherman. He's coming for it. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's this year is gonna be fun if if everything that lines up. It's gonna we're gonna have some serious weights coming to the or lengths coming to the board. It's gonna be great.
2: Yeah. Okay. So how does it feel to be the West Coast Championship? Champion? It feels
3: awesome. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's it's surreal. It's kind of like, I mean. I don't know I I I I like I said he he gave me the mic and I had no idea what to say just like now I'm like just there's no words to describe it it was like it's obviously it's you know it's you work hard you put in your time on the water you figure out baits and then some days just everything just lines up you know what i mean yeah it's like it's like when your number is pulled it's pulled and yeah and and if you have you have what it takes to kind of, to, to, you know, put your name on the dotted line, you're going to get it. And I felt like, I felt like, I felt like I deserved it. I felt like I, I put my time in and I've, I've done well here and there. And then having a year, like I did, it was just, I had a miserable year. It was just, it was so tough. And then for this to happen like this, it, it was, you know, it was like prayers answered kind of deal. So I was, I was humble and, 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 and just thankful. It was just, yeah, that's the only way I could describe it. It's, it's hard. That,
2: that's awesome. dude. Well, congratulations. Thanks, sir. Uh, sorry. Like, I, I know that we're in January now, but like we, I, like I said, I don't know why we took so long to get this thing recorded but dude it's just so sick to see someone like you know like yourself come out and just like like you said just like putting in the hard work and grinding you you've been in tourney expert since 2017 and you just put in your dues and like i mean just congratulations bro that's really sick that that you uh that you took home that big event up there at clear lake
3: thank you and i feel
2: like clear lake is really like that spot where all of us you know kayak guys from and girls from california and all the west coast states like it's just a spot where we could all come no matter if you're a local or not you could show up at clear lake and anyone on any given day can catch a sack like it's just like one of those spots where like you know you're able to just get out there and just really you know catch fish i mean there's just it's called the bass factory for a reason and it's just such a great place to go and experience and it's just such a fun place to fish, man. I mean, it, right. it really is.
3: And and like you said earlier, you can fish your strengths. Yeah. Like there is there, your pattern is there. It's yeah. there. If you can find it, you're, you're going to win. Yeah. Um, you just have to find it, but it's there. And just like the guy over there, his pattern is out there too. It's there. Yeah. It's all there. You just have yeah. to put it together.
2: I mean, like when I fished it in 2019, for the, for the Bass Nation kayak series that when they came out here, I was throwing six-pound test Nico rig <laughs> on a seven-inch MM3 out in, like, 25 feet of water, and I took fifth place. But it just yeah. goes to show, like, you have that, and then you have guys punching, and then you have guys throwing a frog, and, like, literally there's tons of different patterns and ways right. to catch these fish. Crankbait bait awesome. bite, too? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just sick. Yeah. It's the I love best. cranking it's the, there. It is, no doubt for all you guys listening that are across the country it is no doubt the best place to fish in the whole country
3: i i think it is because there's so you're right there's so much you've got i mean if we do we have lily pads i don't think there is but if we had lily pads that would be it yeah that's it that's
2: but our grass is real grass it's fun good grass like they set up in the grass like they should at clear lake yeah and it's just, the, it's just awesome. And I mean, Bassmasters had it, I think in 20, I think in 2019, maybe even 2020, but it's always like top three, I think. But in 2019, it was number one in the country for, for Bassmasters. Right. So right. I
3: don't know what it placed this year. It's in the top t- It's always in the top 10, but
2: yeah, yeah always I mean, up there. Yeah, for sure. And, so. and
3: it's like, you don't even have to really, I mean, you can just go to the state park and just launch the state park and go, go 50 yards and just start fishing and, and just possible eight, nine, 10 pounder.
2: And that's the crazy part about it too. It's, it's, it's so, it's a lot bigger than people think. Oh, yeah. Like, like you can't, you can't just like make a run from state park to rattlesnake. Like <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get in your car and like go right. drive like an hour around the lake to get there. Right. It's crazy how big it is. But um, anyways, man, congratulations on, on that. And I'm really glad that we got to have you on to highlight it. Nice. And now I think maybe transition, or no, the one thing I wanted to ask you. So, Really quick, you ended up uh, taking, I think, second place in the Chris Lard, right? Yes. Is that what it was? I believe
3: was? second. I believe second. That was, a, um, that was an interesting day three. You want You want to hear yeah, what go ahead, happened? Go ahead. Yeah. This has never happened to me before. This is so strange. So <laughs> I'm fishing my spot. And, and the, the night before, I was worried, obviously, it was like, this, these places are not going to have a day three for me. I'm not going to be able to do it. And I show up, and I start fishing, and I caught a fish here, caught a fish there. But I could tell it was a, the bite was off. Plus, it was definitely beat up. And I'm fishing, and I'm fishing, and then all of a sudden I heard this this sound like I'll never forget. It, it sounded like a rain, like <laughs> and it was still kind of dark, right? I hear this sound, this sound of rain, and I, and I look down the bank, and and I see like it looks like it's raining in one spot, and it's coming towards me. And as I get closer and closer, it could be my old man eyes too, but. <laughs> I look and I see all these shad jumping out of the water, and they weren't small, they were like they're like four inches, three and a half inches, they're all jumping out of the water, and then behind them, just explosions. It was, it was a giant ball of shad coming up the shore towards me with all these bass behind it just smashing them. I was like, oh man, okay. So they, next thing I know, they're kind of all around me and I kind of backed up a little bit and I took my frog and I threw it up towards the front of it and I started reeling and I got hit instantly, but I could tell it wasn't a big fish and I kind of let them have it and I kind of twitched it and I twitched it out and I reeled in real quick and I threw it and behind it where the bigger explosions were, boom, like 19, like right away. I was like, oh man, I quickly got him in the boat, measured him real fast, chased the ball up the... Up the bank again, cast in the back, hooked another one, again, same thing, chase it up, hooked another one, and then I lost the, the bait ball. I was like, wow, that was amazing. That was that was awesome. Right? I've never experienced anything wow. like that. So I come back and I go back to my spot, and my spot is dead. Like <laughs> dead. Like there's nothing. Like there's
2: they all followed the bait. Even then. the birds left. <laughs>
3: yeah. Everything. There's like silence. I'm like. <laughs> they that bait ball literally stole all the fish from the area just took them and went up (laughs) went up the bank and i'm like oh man so i went back up thinking that i was gonna chase go find it again because there were no fish in my area i was like so i going up and i looked and i could see some of these shad that were hit and they were kind of like on the surface and they're kind of twitching out so I, i threw my frog right next to one on the bank and started reeling my prop it in and giant boom took my frog and i could tell right away that this fish was just like the mouth was just it was ridiculous it was the biggest fish of the weekend by far <laughs> and i was like I, I you know in my head is i need this i need this fish and i let him take it a little tiny bit and i just set the hook and it just <clears throat> popped right out frog flew out of the water i was like that's it that was it <laughs> that's my clean sweep right there it's gone it's, i know it is it's gone just because like you said it clearly like you just can't miss those fish because someone else is gonna get it
2: yeah, yeah
3: and uh yeah i think i placed and i placed second or third after that and i caught a couple yeah. other fish but i had to go i had to leave my spots they were done i think so- i uh I went to another little tiny spot that I fished prior before that, but I really was junk fishing after that. That was it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy that weekend. I'm so bummed that I wasn't able to make it. I just, I just wasn't able to swing it. But I'm not. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was. I was just. I'm looking at the weekend, and, and it was just like there was so many different things going on, and you just had like a dream weekend for sure. Like it couldn't, it couldn't have really, I mean, the only better thing would have been take first in everything, but I mean, dude, like you took second in that Yakubas yeah. event and I, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy dude. Like, and there, just so you guys know, there was 101 people in the, or a hundred and uh, let me go back. I think there was 101 or 108 in the West coast championship. Right. Something was, like that. There was,
3: there was quite a, quite a few.
2: And then there was 79 in the Yakabass, And I think was there was uh, like another 80 or so in that, in that Lake port, but. And everyone like said, had to
3: qualify that, for that West coast too.
2: Like right, all right. those different clubs. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just an, an epic weekend for you. And like, <laughs> okay. So one thing I wanted to ask you now that it's kind of wrapping up, uh, so you won $17,000. So what did you, uh, use, what'd you get? Did you invest um, it back into the fishing? I bought to Target. Did you? Okay, I just
3: spent a little money on myself, so I bought active Heck Target. Yeah. I got a. Uh, this is gonna sound ridiculous, but I no, got a HPS uh, twelve.
2: Okay, yeah, for
3: my kayak and um, so uh, those yeah. two things. That that was pretty much it, and then a uh, uh, a couple couple reels from Daiwa. Um, there you go, and and that was about it. And bro, you won like, went You
2: won like seventeen thousand dollars. Like, go ahead and. <laughs> I mean that's that's sick to that's sick to put it back into I mean now like when you look at your active target and your graph it's like you know something that you're gonna have for a while and it's like yeah a memorabilia too of like your your epic weekend for sure. So that's cool.
3: And some of that money is gonna go. So I'm gonna go I'm leaving here to go fish the Kissimmee event. Uh, no KBS. way. Yeah. So I'm waiting wow. for that here in like uh like
2: are you driving?
3: No, I'm flying. So uh, a buddy of mine lives here. He's going to let me use his kayak and I'm going to, you know, fly in with rods and reels and I'll send my lithium and everything. I'll mail all that. Uh, my parents live in the, uh, uh, Lake. Uh,
2: this is perfect. Cause the uh, next thing I was going to ask you is what your plans ABA. are for this year. So,
3: yeah. So I, yeah. I'm planning to fish a lot of the KBF stuff. I'm going to fish your ABA stuff too. I want to really check that out. I think yeah. that's going to be awesome. I love the, I love the off limit times for your, your, your event. I I think most places should, should do that to keep the, the local, the local yokels off of the lake. So it makes it a little more fair. But I'm going to fish some Yakovat stuff. Um, I'm also going to go fish the, uh, uh, I'm going to fish a BASS um, at, uh, when I go to Kentucky Lake, south of that i think it's eufaula i think that's where the one of the bass it's yeah. like two weeks so yeah. i'm gonna spend some time down there for wow for two weeks so i'm gonna use that's a little awesome, bit of that dude. money so you're, to, you're going to for it do that stuff
2: you're going for it a little bit i, I like am that. i am Heck i'm yeah. gonna
3: go for it a little bit i mean because you know it's like you know i'm not getting any younger
2: right
3: <laughs> yeah i mean might as well do what no you but i feel like
2: now. i feel like james would agree with this too like That is the whole thing about like having these West coast championships and having someone win that much money. Because if you most likely the person that maybe wins those, these events would want to go out and travel and fish like you're going to go do. So that's so sick that you're now going to invest that money and go represent us on the, you know, I, I kind of don't like using the term national because it's not technically, you know, we won't get into that, but it's not technically national because they don't come over here, but but to go out and the in and fish against those guys out there and fish uh you know the bass circuit and the in the KBF circuit and that's really cool dude so yeah. i mean that's that's like my whole mo as like what i try to do in my little light to to promote us out here on the west coast is like shine that light on as many people as we can out here and then see anyone that's willing to go out and fish these bigger circuits because one thing that i'm kind of passionate about too is like you know, we can complain and, and say like, man, like these trails don't come out here like all we want, but like we got to go out and fish against them if they're not going to come here. Like right. it's just we what gotta we got to go do. Yeah, yeah. you got to go get it. So like, dude, I'm stoked that you're going after it, bro. That's that's Thanks. really cool, and yeah. and best of luck. And we will definitely circle back. Yeah. And I would talk love about to how see you more.
3: Do. I'd love to see more anglers out here, like you said, just go out and because we've got some serious sticks out here that yeah, I no think doubt. could do well, and and just the experience. Of going to like, for instance, a KBS um, national championship, just just going there and kind of seeing like how intense these dudes really are. Oh like, yeah,
2: like I saw it at like Gunnersville. I went. I went to Gunnersville.
3: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It it's was like so fun. It's like we're pretty spoiled here, right? We can fish yeah. for salmon, we can fish for sturgeon, we can fish for whatever. A lot of these places, they fish for bass, and that's yeah. it. And they're yeah. all in and oh, yeah. when you when they show up with a converted horse trailer with stickers all over it and just like extra kayak in there with a with a real with a clean bed, station with a bed and, right <laughs> you're like in a bed you're like holy cow this is crazy i mean yep. not crazy as in but crazy and wow this is impressive you know what i mean yeah um and the people that you meet i mean at these big events from other parts of the country is it's just cool just get to hang out with them and you know yeah share stuff it's great
2: is anyone else going with you from here
3: um I haven't really for the for the the uh kissing for- me event no um oh, yeah. I haven't really hit anybody up it's kind of since my family lives there uh, my parents uh, I got a house on uh, on uh, on Hachina. so we're gonna do like a, a Christmas 2.0 kind of deal with grandma Sweet. and grandpa and the kids and my aunt and uncle live there so we're going to make a family thing out of it. But for the rest of the, the events, I mean, I, I'd i like to I'd like to hook up with like one person to go to Kentucky and and then go down and fish that BASS type of thing. even three people, whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, those opportunities, you just got to take advantage of it if you can. And yeah, I've got to kind of my schedule is, you know, I'm able to do that now.
2: That's awesome, dude. Well, we're kind of approaching that hour mark. So, um, again, you know, thanks for coming on the show. Heck of a job. Congratulations. And now that you're going out, it's just even, I'm even more glad that you were able to come on and kind of talk about that because I feel like that needs to be noticed too. So, best of luck, safe travels. Is there anyone or any brands or anything that you want to thank or give a shout out to?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lorance, they've always supported me. They've always been there. Their product is is awesome. Um, Daiwa, again, awesome products. Just I, I love their reels and their raw. Everything they make is just top-notch. Um, P-Line, um, you know, tactical fluoro is my go-to for like chatterbaits. That's that's really when I'm not doing 65 – I'm throwing that 12 14 pound it is awesome I love it I mean it's got the perfect stretch allows me to have that that rod that I can really set the hook on um, I love it uh, Scotty again great products um, Branson Bates, obviously my company um, we're doing some great stuff we've got a freshwater uh, swim bait line coming through I love it it's been almost two years in the making for all this stuff so uh, we don't we're not the company that's just gonna go find a bait online, buy it, make a mold, pour poly, and then make a few adjustments and shave down and then redo it and call it my own. We took this was from from start to finish, like absolutely testing in the pool over and over and over and over and readjusting over. I I we probably went through uh 15 molds maybe for one bait to get it right. So stoked. But yeah. And thanks again, Shane. I appreciate your time, man. Uh, and I'll I'll see you on the water soon.
2: Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, thanks again, Mike, for being on. Well, that's going to do it for our show guys. If you guys want to follow Mike or see his brand, go make sure to check out Branson Bates on Facebook and you got a website too. Yeah.
3: Bransonbates.com.
2: Bransonbates.com. Cool. Uh, like again, best, best of luck this year. Safe travels. Thank you. Uh, for all the listeners out there, uh, make sure you guys, Check out everything that's going on in California. If you are from California or close to it, there's a lot of different series, ABA, Wild West, Bass Nation, tons of big things going on out here in California this year. Uh, If you guys have any questions about any of those events, you guys could be sure to reach out to me on Bass Thumbs Fishing on Instagram, and I'll be able to happily point you guys in the right direction. Uh, Anyways, guys, again, thank you for listening, and uh, keep your thumbs ripped.
0: I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.
2: Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will
0: take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May
3: 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.